It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. We are rocking through the week, already a Thursday morning, the day after Mick Jagger turning 80 and it's July the 27th. And this morning, according to a Roy Morgan piece of research, more than 1.4 million borrowers are at risk of mortgage stress. Now, this is the highest level, and this is a a pretty telling tale. It's the highest level since May of 2008, just before the global financial crisis. And it's estimated that the number of borrowers at risk of mortgage stress will exceed 1.5 million, that is 30% of mortgage borrowers, if the Reserve Bank raises the cash rate to 4.35% next week. And I certainly hope that you are not part of that 1.5 million. It's a, a lot of people that will be affected. And of course, that is not too far away coming up next Tuesday. Also this morning, we are taking a look at a Night Frank report on the 2023 Waterfront Homes, which reveals pretty interesting news. It reveals that Sydney's waterfront properties command the highest price premium globally with Sydney's waterfront properties generating a 118% premium on average, which is slightly down from 121% in 2022. And joining us this morning is Erin Van Tool from Knight Frank. And good morning to you, Erin. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. Uh, first off, I wonder if people should be surprised by that figure. On one side, I'm not surprised, but I still do find it a little surprising given that it's a global number. Good morning. Yes. Well, I don't think it's overly surprising. The um, demand for waterfront property in Sydney remains strong. And I think, you know, that's very much down to that it is an incredible harbour, beautiful views and a fabulous place to live. But I think we also need to take into account that there's been, you know, an immense shortage of prestige homes listed in in our prime uh, regions and that includes on the waterfront so with supply and demand a little out of whack the pricing for those waterfront homes is definitely remaining strong all right well we'll come back to erin in just a moment and discuss that a little bit more in detail and if you are waking up this morning having your breakfast in Sydney and you are looking out your window with waterfront property this is all good news for you this morning every morning from 6am we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts we deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week And right now it is time for another 30-second property tip. We are headed off to Geelong and to Julia Warren. Good morning, Julia. Morning, Craig. How are you going? I'm going well. What sort of uh, property tip have you got for us today? Alrighty. So we're talking auctions and we're saying we're in a scenario where you've got interest in a property and it's about to pass in. Um, We've noticed so many buyers feeling like if they let a property pass in that they've got the ability to wrangle that price down after the auction. But 
little do most people realise that there's multiple groups in the crowd waiting for the same opportunity. So don't wait for the auction after the auction, which is happening so much. Make sure you're the highest bidder. Don't let it pass into nobody because it's very likely you'll get into a bidding war after the auction and it's much easier to sort it out on the street. We dive deep into topics like buying, selling, investing and maximising your property's value. From mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers, your real estate journey starts here. And I just want to pick up on the Roy Morgan research that's telling us that more than 1.4 million borrowers are at risk of mortgage stress, the highest level since May of 2008. The rise in mortgage stress may increase, they say, dramatically if unemployment also rises. And there is some particular concern about the increase in households extremely at risk which is now estimated, and this is not a small number of households, they put it at 943,000 households. That is from June of this year. Now, that is the highest since September of 2011. And despite the increase in mortgage stress, arrears and defaults have not surged yet. But the outer suburbs of major cities where many first-home buyers are concentrated are experiencing higher levels of mortgage arrears as we speak. And the arrears are expected to rise further as more borrowers transition, which is happening right now, from cheap fixed loans to those higher variable rates. And of course, we are not too far away. Next week, we're going to find out what happens to that cash rate. All right, so if you're celebrating your birthday, getting a year old, today. Hopefully you can forget about the mortgage for 24 hours. Just enjoy your birthday. That is for today, July the 27th. Happy birthday to you. You are sharing it with Taylor Schilling, the American actor known for that uh, very big and popular television series back in the day, Orange is the New Black. You might remember that. Also, Jonathan Reese Myers, the Irish actor, he's turning 45. And also Cliff Curtis, the New Zealand actor known for a bunch of movies. He is turning 54 today. Get insider tips from industry professionals and level up your real estate game by unlocking the secrets of successful real estate transactions. It's the main Centre Forecast. And let's head around the country and find out what is happening on our Thursday morning weather-wise. First we go to Sydney expecting good news, mainly fine weather and a high of 20 degrees. Melbourne should be a mainly fine day, expecting 15 for you. Brisbane also mainly fine, a little bit of cloud cover with 22 degrees. And in Perth expecting a cloud cloudy one, maybe a chance of rain this morning and your high 17. 
unlock the secrets of real estate and stay informed about the latest real estate buzz with hot market trends, emerging suburbs and hidden gems. And we are talking this morning about Sydney's waterfront properties which are commanding the highest price premium globally and Erin Van Tool is back from Knight Frank. Tell us a little bit more about this report, Erin, because I understand Auckland comes out in number two position. It does. So our 2023 Waterfront Homes report looks at eight global cities. And what we've seen is that, yes, Sydney has come in on top with an 118% premium for a property with direct that is directly on the water and direct waterfront views. And Auckland has come in second, but a half of our premium at 58%. So when we look at the average of the eight global cities that we looked at and that we compare and analyse, it's an average of 45% is the premium for living on the water. What we also saw uh, in this report, because we analysed properties that are riverfront, lakefront, harbourfront, what came out is that beachfront homes certainly saw globally the biggest uplift. And I think that is still in response to people looking for a sea change post-COVID, lifestyle properties, but also the increase in wealth for ultra high net worth and high net worth purchases that are potentially cash buyers that are still purchasing these uh, prestige properties. Now, you mentioned Sydney. Sydney comes out in the number one position, Auckland number two, and you have done eight global markets. So what are the others? Sure. So we looked at Monaco, Cap d'Antibes, Paris, Geneva, Vienna and Hong Kong. Okay. And so where did Monaco fall? Because, I mean, it's such a prestigious area, Monaco. It definitely is. And it is a absolutely stunning part of the world. Uh, so Monaco came in at a 42% premium. So again, significantly below the premium on a harbourfront property in Sydney. And what about global warming and the effects and the predictions about losing foreshore and what that means for future beachfront properties? Is, does that actually come up in your, your report? Is there any sort of indication whereby people are just backing off a little bit from some of those beachfront properties? Certainly can't see evidence of that happening in the numbers that we have. And when we look at, I think you mentioned earlier, when we look at the uplift from last year to this year, it was 118% this year, but it was 121% last year. So, but a very small decline. And I'm not sure that we could put that down to, to any particular reason. So we're certainly not seeing demand decrease on the back of environmental issues. We're probably on the back of lifestyle issues, seeing the demand increase in that people want that better quality of life, living by water, good for the soul, good for the mind, something you know beautiful to look at, I think is, is seems to be what's what's important to purchases at the moment. I guess, too, if you have a look at wealth and the top 2% and the way that that is gone, particularly since COVID, that all sort of plays into this whole uplift along the same lines as tight building restrictions, which kind of limits the availability of waterfront properties. 
Absolutely. So there isn't a lot of, certainly in terms of apartment stock, there isn't, there just aren't a lot of options. Um, there isn't a lot of stock coming to the market imminently. We do have delays in, in terms of our planning, certainly here in, in Sydney, and that does restrict supply. So therefore, keeping you know supply low and the demand certainly increasing. I mean, Sydney recorded the highest number of ultra high net worths um, in Australia last year and is you know has 35% of the total ultra high net worths of Australia living here. So that demand is certainly certainly still very strong. And what about the average Australian mortgage holder who might be listening to us this morning saying, well, that's all really nice, but it's not representing where I am at at the moment. So is there anything in these types of reports for them to look at and think about? So our focus is typically at night, Frank, on prime and super prime property markets. That is where we specialise. And of course, we understand that not everybody is in that position, but it is interesting reading. And if you have a family property, you've inherited a property that's been in your family for many, many years, um, this will certainly be good news to you. All right. Well, thank you once again for popping back onto the Real Estate Podcast. It's an interesting stat for sure. And it's one that has all sorts of different scenarios mixed into the equation, I guess. And thanks for joining us this morning. No problem. Thank you very much for having me. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. Thank you.